Uh, if you've ever thought about recording a podcast, Anchor is the best way to do that. We use that for Boats and Does here. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Uh, Anchor has the tools you need to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or on your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all the listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. So if you've ever thought about it, download the Anchor app and go or go to anchor.fm to get started. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to the Boats and Does podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Brandon. And Tyler. We're here at the Mesh Podcast Network Studios. We're excited to be here and uh, recording in their studios this week. Yeah, man. We got some sound dampening on the walls. Um, we got, you know, you know logos up on TV. Yeah, it's it's official. It's a lot more swanky than the, uh, the basement. <laughs> than the basement. Back. <laughs> hey, that basement is... Uh, that basement is free. Yeah, it is free. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but we're excited to partner with these guys and uh, see what we can do with it. Uh, since we're here, I started thinking about it. Like, what, why don't we talk about the outdoors depicted in the arts? Like, what do you like about your? What's your favorite outdoor movie song? Um, you know what? What gets it right? What get is is kind of off. So the one that came to mind, obviously, for me, is what? River <laughs> runs through it. <laughs> oh, that's where you're going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So well, it's, it's not really a movie about fly fishing. It's a movie about brothers, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, like, you look at um, – so you, do you listen to the Bear Grease podcast? No. Okay, so he did a whole, like, five-part series on um, – God, what's the one about the coon hunter, the boy that... Redfern Gross? Redfern yes. Gross. Yes, uh, that was the other one I was going to bring yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, so he digs down into that, and okay. that is like, I mean, he did, he did that so much justice, and like, I didn't know all this. How so? Well, okay, so like, the author of Where Redfern Grows, right? Yeah. He, he went to prison two or three times. Really? And he... <laughs> finally gets out of prison and stops making bad decisions and they believe that the literary like work had to do with him like like kind of saying bygones to like all of his bad stuff right like there's a lot of and the guy couldn't couldn't technically like he wrote all this stuff prior to him being in the situation to rewrite it he rewrote that book by memory really previously he was writing it on paper bags in in prison, no. This was like oh, okay. various parts of his <laughs> okay. life. He was picking up paper bags off the road, kind of homeless. Like didn't have a lot of money, um, but he wrote that book on paper bags. <laughs> and he grew up coon hunting. Like that's what he did to make money for his family. Because that's where that story came from. That's where that story came from. But they think that his wife finally told him that, like, hey, being an author is like okay. Like writing a story is okay. Like that's that's a very acceptable thing because as a male back then i guess it was kind of frowned upon as like that's not manly right yeah yeah um so she like pushed him to do it and then he wrote this like 
best-selling novel. Oh, it's in, fantastic. It's in every school. It's it's the first like counterculture coon hunting gets to mainstream ever, right? Right. There are schools in L.A., like downtown L.A. and California, where that is a read that you have to read. <laughs> and the movie was great, too. Yeah, the movie was great. <laughs> That's the one I always remember watching growing up and even as a kid, like, getting sad. <laughs> Yeah, there's well, no good like, like dog movies that uh, yeah. that end well. That was like one of the first ones too that like dip you into the like it tiptoes around the the outdoor lifestyle as far as hunting and fishing is concerned. Right. So like, Tyler, kind of what growing up in this? So Tyler, what's your uh, you got any that ring stick out? Um, I think that uh, the the. Meat Eater TV show. Stephen Ranella does a really good job as far as conveying conservation and sportsmanship over the killing of animals. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of it, but he did a documentary about hunting and had interviews with um, vegans. and. and oh, you know, it's on Netflix. I, yeah. I, you told me to watch it. I watched it. It's so good. I can't remember the I name of it. I haven't seen that one yet. Google I'm to check that name out. real quick. Um <clears throat> But it's he does so good at conveying. Apparently, I'm the resident Googler. <laughs> he's so good at conveying everything like that doesn't surround the kill, right? Yeah. He did a podcast about how he yelled at one of his cameramen that was like almost blew a hunt for him, which like is it's his called, living. It's called Star in the Sky. Star in the Sky. Stars in the oh, Sky. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that, but I don't think I ever watched it's, it. It's so, so good. It. It's Watch so it. good. Um, but like he basically told the cameraman look of all of the things i try to convey here i i could care less about the shot yeah like if you if if all we have to do is put audio of the of the shot Mm -hmm. and no video it does not hurt me whatsoever he said i want to convey the chase yep and the relationship you build with the animal and then the cooking at the end is the use of the animal Nice. Which opens, he does a really good way of opening people's eyes that don't necessarily agree with hunting mm-hmm. um, to, it's more than just killing an innocent animal. Right. Right. It's, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's like tradition, yes. which is what, what I kind of look at it as is like tradition and like being passed down from almost, generation to generation. I almost think it has to do with romance, right? <clears throat> it, it, well, yeah, that's why it, I think it works so well, like in arts, because you can you know you can write poetry about it. You yeah, can I mean, make music about it. There's been anything. There's been probably, I mean, there are f- famous painters that that's the only reason they paint is because yeah. they've been outdoors, they've been hunting, they've been fishing. Like, um, what's the guy uh, down in the Keys? Uh, is it Hemingway or not Hemingway? Yeah, he was. He was down there. Yeah. So Hemingway has he created all this? I think was that Old Man in the Sea. Yeah, he's like this just – he did sport fishing before sport fishing exists, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, like a lot of that stuff, it's just, like, it's romantic. Like, mm-hmm. when you see, like – and I haven't experienced this. I've only watched videos of it. But when you see, like, a 40-inch a <laughs> brown in New Zealand, like, come up and kiss it dry, and then you make the perfect double haul cast and just drop it right on his head, and he comes up and, you know, takes your fly down, and you set the hook, it's like – that is a that's romanticism yeah like yeah really is i mean you want to know how to get my dms that's the way <laughs> well 
I'm married, by the way, but like yeah. the only other thing in this world that gets me excited besides my wife at this point, that's it. Well, you could also say too, like, you know, the, the arts and all of it, arts, not necessarily just pictures. Right. So the, the romance of it is the art of certain techniques, the mm-hmm. uh, double hauling properly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, conveying that, to the animal in such a way that it invokes feelings. Right. Like it's all, it's, it's such a wide range that like, honestly, when I'm, you I'm, sent this topic earlier, I was like, ah, I don't know that I could get behind this. Yeah. And then I got to thinking and it opens, it so opens many a doors. lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. well, so, that's it. In, in river runs to it. The father says, uh, let's see. Great. Or, uh, fly casting is a, is an art. Man, I miss it up. You're, you're <laughs> struggling. You want me yeah, to go uh, back to Google? You have a computer Google. in front of you. Oh, I do. I do. You know, I'm just trying to use my brain. So speaking speaking of romance, okay, I'm going to hit y'all with one, right? Okay. Brad Paisley, I'm going to miss her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it rings true, right? <laughs> I want to know who wrote that song. Um, I'm Well, was it him? Professor Google knows. Well, Professor Google, get on that. That's a good one. But what I'm saying is, is like, <laughs> yeah, you there's, there's a part of this. You know, it's like most people don't have most people don't have wives or significant others that are like they're okay with them going fishing, like you know, once a quarter, like whatever. Um, We're fairly fortunate. To oh, have. I'm super fortunate. She's like, you want yeah, to go to Idaho for a week without me? <laughs> have fun. Yeah. Or when we first talked about us going, she was like, I'll be a pack. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... Or you could net fish and chill by yourself. Yeah. Okay, Ben. It's lonely over there in Lonely Town, isn't it? <laughs> I got fish. <laughs> catch, not trying to catch, rub it in. Catch fish, like, not feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the other one I was thinking of is uh, there's a... It's called The Ballad of Madison Brown. It's about a brown trout. It's a great old folk song. Okay. I think it comes from Scotland. But it's really good. Okay, so composers were Frank Rogers and Brad Paisley. Okay. So <laughs> that answers your question. There you go. So Brad Paisley did have input on that song. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it funny, like when you're scrolling Facebook, and then there's the picture on there. It's like, you go out that door to go fish, and we're yeah. done. And then it's like him crawling out the window with a tackle box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't go out the door, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so what I would, when you sent this podcast idea to us today um what i kind of thought i was thinking about the paintings the pictures to put in your house the lures you know the the, stickers the taxidermy (laughs) the stickers the brands taxidermy that's another one yeah taxidermy is a huge art i didn't even think of that there's so much art like the rod building like andrew yeah like that i'm gonna be honest with you it's a piece of art that rod i that rod i had him (laughs) build yeah now I specced every piece of it, and I went to the rod show with him to f- and felt that blank, and I was like, I got to have that. Mm-hmm. And he built it. There's not a better trout rod in the world. Somebody somebody might disagree with me, and that's fine. But to me, <laughs> when I hold that thing, it feels like art. Yeah. Well, and even the picture you sent in the group text, uh, what when was that? I was down in Mexico so <laughs> last week. And, yeah. uh, I mean – that was art in itself. Laid it up on the rock, had the river behind mm-hmm. it, like that. Yeah, no, that's. I think. I think there's more. There's more emphasis on social media about catching the fish, but there's like when you fish to fish and you don't fish for the likes, right? Like 
there's more emphasis the older you get on just putting your feet in the water. That's that's I, I care about the tradition of it, the ritual of it. it. It's a process for me to get away from day-to-day life and don't have to think about what all's going on. I could stand there and just focus on what I'm doing at the time. Oh, it, yeah. empties, it empties the mind 100%. Yeah. Well, it's like I told Peyton, too. Like, I mean, both of y'all know over the past two years I've struggled with all the anxiety and depression stuff, been trying to work that out. I mean, you're not the only one, brother. Well, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a huge thing going on with everybody. But like I told her when I was trying to convey, like she was getting upset I was spending so much time fishing. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, listen, like, <laughs> yeah. I, the only thing in my head mm-hmm. when I'm standing on the front deck casting, trying to catch bass, like, is... Standing what the are front. they doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 like I'm on the front deck trying, <laughs> trying to catch, to catch bass. a bass. Yeah, no, all worries in the world are gone. Yeah, I, I think that more relates to fishing than hunting. Yes, because fishing's a lot more active. Correct. You have a lot more time to be in your head when you're in the woods. It's also it brings some clarity too. You know, it like does. hey, I have to sit here and deal with this for four hours. <laughs> no, there, there's a, You know what I mean? They yeah. balance themselves out. Like yeah. They like I one hundred percent appreciate them both for what they're worth, um, but I do think there is a difference in the mental like aspect and the mm-hmm. like kind of romance that we have as you know adults going into the woods or going onto the lake or going into a trout stream. And man, I battled with this for a really really long time. Like I did the tournament fishing and I went super hard at it. I you know. Now I really don't care. Like, yeah, you've seen me on yep. the end of the, like, I could care less. You want to go catch striper? Let's do it. Like, it doesn't matter. You want to go catch some tiny wild trout and they don't even pull drag. Like I'm cool with that. You want to go down to the keys and, you yeah. know, pull <laughs> on a Goliath grouper. Like yeah. I'm, I'm game with it. It's not about like planning the trip and the fish is just a means and an excuse. Yep. Everything else is like surrounding that. Yeah. Which like also too, um, I was just looking in my notes. I didn't end up, I guess I deleted it. But when we were in Pennsylvania this last trip, I was sitting in the bottom down off the railroad tracks, you know, yep. I mm-hmm. and it was just like, it was getting close to lunchtime. It was warm, but not like hot. I mean, it was, it was a beautiful day. I was I was sitting in camp, by the way. Yeah, but it was a beautiful day, like breeze blowing, beautiful bottom, just like super green. I have a couple pictures of it, and it's just nice. like I sat there. It was towards the end of the trip, and I was really like str- I was pushing to sit longer than I should have, mm-hmm. stressing over the fact of like getting a deer. And yeah. then I sat there and just finally became like self aware. Yeah, it was like why. <laughs> And my, like my for? purpose of this trip was to come up here <laughs> and, and spend time <laughs> mm-hmm. with family and friends. Mm-hmm. And like, if I got a deer that awesome. Yeah. But then it, it like finally dawned on me that it was, I definitely just needed to focus more on just the important there. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I will tell you the best part about that trip was getting out and going to chase pheasants. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah, we got to really, we like got to four really, days of we got to really relax. Like every time we went up there, we've hunted way too hard. Yeah, it's never we, been a vacation. It's ever. never, it's never. We've taken days off work, 
not being like Mm -hmm. being paid, not being paid. Who cares? We spent money to go up there and then like we get back from it and we're exhausted. Yeah. We need like three or four more days just to recover from the 70,000 miles. We just walked in three days. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you think that? Is is that why do you think all of that is what encompasses or was the inspiration for art or is it, you know, is it the, cause you got two sides of it too. You know, some guys are after big game trophies, right? Cause I, they consider that art. Yeah. I mean, I don't agree with that. Like I do want to kill, I do want to kill mature animals when I'm yeah. hunting and I want to catch mature fish. Right. But, but, but the, why? Okay. So the reason behind catching mature fish means that they have seen a thousand anglers before me and I was still skilled enough and I presented everything correctly. It's the story. It's the story. I yeah. call it, I call it the fish that nobody else could catch. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when we used to hoist up those big which we haven't catfished in a long time. Like the VW? Yeah, when we used to hoist up those big fish on Instagram, everybody freaks out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to <laughs> us, like we were catching we were catching fifteen of those a week. That yeah. were that were over 25, 30 pounds. Right? And they don't see all the little ones that you got either, you know, well, to get we, to that point. We weren't well, really catching little ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, like, you know, we took it for you, granted. You don't see them. all the other fish that you've caught over well, yeah. time. And, and they don't see the time that we've put in to be able to know how and know where those fish exist and know what bait to use right. and all that. Like, time in the outdoors, like, if you want to kill something or you want to catch something mm-hmm. and you want it to be big and you want it to be old – you better spend some time. Yep. That's what it comes down to. If you're willing to spend yeah. the time, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to, to make the sacrifices in your personal life to go out there and do it and put the time in and put the work in and learn and this, that, and the other and get your gear right, spend the money to get your gear right and do this and do that. It's like anybody can do it. Anybody yeah. can go catch a blue marlin if they have enough money and time. <laughs> but well, it's, it's, yeah. it's more rewarding that way too. Like, yeah, it would be awesome to opening morning of deer season. We walk out to go hunt <laughs> together like we typically yeah. do. And two massive bucks walk in on us, and we both, like, shoot a massive buck opening day. But I wouldn't hunt the rest of the season. I, I, I probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't either. Yeah, just but like, up. It's, it's <laughs> well, less rewarding. Well, boys and girls, it's been a good season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's less rewarding having something happen, like, off of such luck. Yeah. Have we talked about the types of fun on the podcast? I don't think so. Okay, so um, a lot of people know about the types of fun. Yes. So type one is like, woohoo, fun. Type two is like roller coaster fun where you're like a little bit scared, but it's fun. You get to tell a story later. Yeah. Type three fun is the type type of fun that generally we're kind of addicted to. It's like not this, fun for the this sucks. Which is stories, you know, it all it's not fun like, until like six months story, afterwards. Yeah. There's stories you tell your kids though. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I think it's kind of artistic, right? We we want to yeah. go like we as humans want to go through that struggle. Well, we, we make it artistic later. Yeah, no, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. But like, we want to go through that struggle, and then we want to tell a story about it six months from now, mm-hmm. right? And we get to tell these people, and they're like, "Oh my god, I could never do that." <laughs> well, you could. You just got to get off the couch, right? Yeah. You got to you got to go sit in the woods in Pennsylvania and let icicles grow off your mustache, right? And half the time, type three fun. You don't know it's coming. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not planning for type three fun. No, I don't know. Sometimes we plan for trips and we're like, this is probably not going to be that much fun, right. but it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, that's what I was leaning towards. Like, so 
with the whole fishing thing, it's not just about the picture, mm-hmm. right? It's not about going out, catching a giant, putting it on Facebook, getting likes. Right. It's about being out there and cleaning your head. And it was the same thing that made me realize what I did while we were hunting is that it's not about the success. It's, yeah. And I think, I think that skews a lot of people that are trying to get into it away from it. Yeah. And it's almost the, like, uh, like deer shaming, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you see a lot of guys ecstatic. They're, they're stop killing babies, Ben. <laughs> but like, no, they're ecstatic. It's the first year they've ever shot. And then and everybody's hearts. like, everybody has a negative comment about it. So they, if it's brown, it's down brother. I, I mean, Hey, if it makes you yeah. happy in the end of the day, Sp- spoon and crock pot club, that's you right. know what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, don't let, don't let somebody take, your enjoyment out of it because but kids right now are so addicted to that like social media so when we, so when we grew you, you up hear that but, so so know. when we grew up right like we came so we came through having a home phone the yeah. ear, ear internet right yeah and i don't think it made that noise but okay do you remember the dial up what did, <laughs> yeah, what yeah, sound did it make give me give me just come on it was mom get off the phone no but like we we came through we came through that time in our we came through that time in our lives where we we didn't have a cell phone yeah in our pocket at all Mm -hmm. times we didn't have access but do you think like that if they see more art about the outdoors it pulls them into that so like when a river runs through it came out everything sold like they sold so much fly fishing gear because it looks so awesome and then about six months after that my uncle was like dude you could go and buy fly fishing gear for nothing because they realized that they they spent most of their time tied up in trees right they went out there and and tried it and then they're like "Eh, that's not for me (laughs) but do you do you wish to see more i mean i don't know what you can make a film about that I mean, I really think, okay, so you're asking if you wish we saw more. Is there more, if there's more exposure to it in those stories and what makes it great? Okay, I have two answers to this question. Okay. I have a very selfish answer. <laughs> One is, no, stay out the woods, stay yeah, out the river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, public <laughs> land doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, public rivers don't exist. Just yeah. stay out of my trail. We were lying. It's not that fun, honey. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Okay, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Time to go. All right. My second answer is... The more money we can get involved in this sport, yeah. the more kids we can get involved, the less we can, you know, address the stigmatisms, like, yeah. you know, get the stigmatisms, like, where they're not bad. Because, mm-hmm. like, right now they're, I mean, not right now, but, like, generically they're bad, right? Like, and we do it out of passion, and we we are doing this thing that we're technically helping the resource more than anybody else right we're putting our dollars and cents towards the resource to make sure the resource stays good but the more people we can get on that train yeah the better right it protects the future of it. also that means we don't have we we can't be upset when there's a thousand people on the wataga (laughs) you know what i mean yeah like if we go up there to fish dh for a weekend and there's four billion people you you should technically be like, oh, cool. Everybody's using it. Everybody's buying yeah, gear. Sweet. Everybody's paying their tax. Everybody's like, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's hard to be excited about that. <laughs> it is. It, <laughs> That's it true. is, yeah. That's true. But I also think like the, the negative um, 
which all of us are guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. But the the negative of like if like you haven't done a whole lot of bass fishing, right? Right. I take you out <laughs> on the boat and you catch a pound and a half bass and you're yeah. like oh man awesome stoked about it i'm like oh yeah cool yeah and then keep whoa, whoa, going whoa, whoa. you don't get to do that i did that to you i know <laughs> but like what i'm saying is all like the negative um reinforcement mm-hmm. that people get like somebody you, they take their time they want to get into hunting and they go and they shoot a spike and they're ecstatic from all the time that they put into it and everybody's so negative it pushes them away from it yeah um, I think celebrating the little victories, yeah, um, it it keeps people involved. Right. I right. had to learn that as a god, though. Like, I <laughs> yeah, have yeah. I have a really really high standard of like what I think is a good fish. Like what you just hinted at, what you did to me. Yeah, yeah. So let's tell that story. Okay. All right. So the first time I take, so I meet Tyler through um, an ex, right? Kind of how I met at you, At a ben. wedding? Or, yeah. No, we weren't at a wedding, oh, okay. but I met him through an ex. Um, a separate how, ex. That's yeah. how we met, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I get all my friends from. Like we tell him to stop going to weddings to so keep bringing back friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you, you got to do what you got to do to get some good friends. Hey, we're still here, though. You yeah, know, yep. you know, Both of y'all lasted longer than the relationships, but I'm going to digress on that one. I'm married now. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, so I... I get introduced to Tyler um, through a mutual friend. <laughs> and, ex-friend. Yeah, a mutual ex-friend. And so we kind of like, you know, the first time I meet him, he's like, dude, I got a deer in the back of the truck and I, I need to, you know, can we clean it after dinner? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll go drink beer and watch you clean your deer or whatever. Like, I'm, I've, whatever. It's, it's fun. So like maybe what, the next spring? Um, it was a spring tournament. I think it was I think it was getting into the summer. It was like, I think yeah. mid-June. You just sent me the picture. Yeah, yeah. So it was... But, like, we... I text Tyler, and I'm like, hey, dude, do you want to fish a catfish tournament Saturday night? It was a night tournament. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, we're going Friday night to... You know, we're, we're going Friday night to do the... We're going to do, like, a test run. We're going to pre-fish. We're going to catch some bait. This, that, and the other. So we go to the spot, and I'm just testing the waters. It wasn't technically where I thought the fish would be. It was like a – and at that point in my life, I was I was fishing a lot. I was yeah. fishing four days a week. So I was just like – you know, I was dipping my toes in the water in a, in a new spot. Now, to preface this, my fishing background was like me and my buddy in high school would mm-hmm. go buy a thing of chicken livers and sit oh, yeah. on a dock. That's the way I was. And I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. And like <laughs> we would catch like perch and like a pound and a half catfish and stuff yeah. like that. So like when we met, I was like, yeah, I fish. Yeah. <laughs> Do you fish or you fish? Well. <laughs> uh, at, that, at that point, he kind of fished. Um, after after a couple years with me, he fishes now. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I but mean? But it's hard to make a compelling movie about bass fishing i was trying to think of any bass fishing movies the best i can come up with is like gone fishing do you remember that one? Oh, that's awful that's terrible <laughs> it's terrible but <laughs> that's the only one i can think of i have a million dollar idea <laughs> <laughs> a compelling bass movie yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so long story short we go and set up at this spot and the first fish tyler catches is the biggest fish he's caught at a lake Wally ever okay right yep it was a little fish yeah, like it, it was. It, it was like an eleven pound catfish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Even, but he was stoked about it. 
I didn't realize he was stoked about yeah. it. Right. So I, now keep in mind the biggest to this point. Yeah. Is uh, uh, this is eight hundred percent the size of the biggest mm-hmm. fish I've caught out of this lake. Ecstatically stoked. I yeah. I net the fish, throw it in the floor, pull the hook out of it, and throw it back in the water. <laughs> And Before you I, even got a picture, either. and I turn around, and Tyler's like, "I could see it on his face. He's distraught." And I'm like, "Don't worry, bro. They get so much bigger." Because I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt awful. <laughs> and then, dude, I looked like a little kid who just snatched his trick or treat bag. <laughs> the next night, the next night, he's holding up a thirty something pound flathead, and he's nice. like, "He's grinning." Yeah. Yeah. We're taking home a check, like the whole well, nine. I feel like I did. I feel like I did tell you too after weigh in. I was like. No shit, they do get bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's how you got. The, I felt the terrible, but I was like, he felt bad. He was like, I gotta get this guy a bigger cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. I had no worry. In yeah, yeah. Getting the bigger fish, it was just like I felt bad because I took his little. If he would have posted that picture though, yeah, he would have been upset because the yeah. next night we yeah. we jacked him. One. Yeah, it's just like uh, you know, it's it's rough. So, speaking of the arts, yeah. What do you think the most artistic part of fishing is? Do you think it's like the lure making, the the guy that makes yeah, his fly tough. and takes it and catches it's the it? Stories, so stories are art to me, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what we've been sitting here talking about. For yeah, absolutely. Minutes, is well, that's going, all we do. We tell stories. Yeah, that's it. That's how we connect. with Most each of other, them are total BS. <laughs> no, they're all true. Hundred <laughs> percent true. There's not yeah. a trout in North Carolina that has a half black face. If you're wondering, it does. Yep, it the does. Phantom. <laughs> He exists. I saw it with my own two eyes. I still say we got to make a T-shirt series of the ones that got yeah. away. But I, I think it just comes down to the stories of it. Is is the art? Um, lying is an art. <laughs> it, it is. If you I mean, can do it well, I mean that's why they call people con artists, right? <laughs> um, but I think it's just the stories we tell each other and relate to each other. Um, outside of that, man, the fish themselves. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I. So, That's I got a in, tough question. To I got in, I got into rock climbing, right? Yeah. Years ago, I don't rock climb anymore, but it's like it has nothing to do with the rock climbing. It's just like fishing has nothing to do with the fishing. The hippies, the hippies that rock climb all the time and say it's for the rock climbing can't figure this out. It's about the place. It's about where you're at. Yep. About what you're seeing, what you're feeling, like. Whether it's an ocean breeze blowing in your face or you're watching the sunset over Yosemite Rock Falls. By the ocean. I mean, that happens. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of places in Mexico. Like, <laughs> don't be an a-hole, Ben. Don't be an a-hole, Ben. Don't hate on his dream. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has everything to do with, like, like what I call putting your feet in the water. And it's yeah. not actually putting your feet in the water. It's, it's about right. experiencing the world. Yeah. Like... Me and Savannah have this dream to see, like, on our dream board, it's to see every national park Mm -hmm. together. Not, I don't want to, like, we're going to go back to the ones she's seen and we're going to go back to the ones I've seen. Yeah. Right? Like, I've been out west. I've seen a bunch on the east or the western coast. She's seen some of the ones in Wyoming and stuff, stuff like that. But our goal is to experience that together. Every single one of them, good, bad, and different, don't really care, right? New River Gorge, Yellowstone. Yep. It it doesn't matter. It's a new way of experiencing it. Yeah, it's like... Well, it'll be different than the first... It'll be... It's different every time. Yeah. You can go sit the same tree stand. It's different every time. Yeah, no, it's... uh, That's the art of it, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's why people paint pictures. 
Absolutely. What about you? I think where I was really leaning when you sent this topic was um, the art of technique. Okay. The the art of uh, presenting properly, uh, double hauling and not. Yeah. Splashing all over the water, landing gently like a, a, a fly does. Yeah. You mean there's a reason that a lot of fly guides get out of fly guiding? Yes. And yeah. also, like, in the world, I like to be in the bass fishing world, like, skipping, um, you know, casting accuracy. Mm-hmm. Like, it might look like people are aimlessly casting at stuff, but there's a re- <laughs> like, there's certain targets yeah. once you understand, like, it's actually... I think, I think there's more art and... And I mean, like, this is going to be very short because I conventional fish a lot. There's more art in making a good fly cast. Absolutely. Than there ever will be in making Absolutely. a good skip. Now, most people think that making a good skip is all this, like, difficulty and yada, yada, yada. I think maybe because I've been doing it since I was, like, in high school. Like, I may not think it's as hard as it is. But, like, every time... It still looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, I mean, it's just, it's just like the art of technique. Basically, I will, I will say there's no art to be made about North Carolina fly fishing. No, it's and the trout and twelve foot cast, the blue line stuff. Yeah, uh, I'll it, argue that. I mean, it's catching, pretty. There is it's the pretty. private we were catching smallmouth in. It's pretty, but what I'm saying is, is like that. That double haul, like picturesque, like Montana fly fishing. Oh, it's not nearly sees. as yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You don't you don't get that double haul. You get this like ugly roll cast, right? <laughs> roll cast. Yeah, our bow we're standing, cast. We're yeah. standing shoulder to shoulder. Brandon's but, yelling at me because I'm yeah. smacking him yeah. trying to roll cast. <laughs> well, going back to your point of technique, they say ten thousand hours and you're a master. You know, you're going to put in a lot of that. I, you're not going to put in I 10, argue 000. that. Okay, it's so, more than 10,000. So, so <laughs> yeah, going yeah. going back to podcasts, so you're saying you can become a master at fishing? It just takes 10,000 hours? 10,000 hours helps. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So so it's it's a skillful pursuit and not a, uh, yeah. not a luck pursuit. No, it takes uh, a lot of luck. luck, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on you that note, luck. <laughs> I, you know, I think, I think that's, that's about does it for the... The Boats and Does Artistry podcast. We're going to sign off and argue about this again. Yeah, we're going to be talking about this. <laughs> we're, bringing it, we're, bringing it, we're bringing it back later. But yeah. well, Thank you all for joining. Uh, we want to thank the uh, Mesh Podcast Network, Blemish User Studio. And uh, we'll see you all next time on the Boats and Does Outdoors podcast. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.